0: I was reading the other day and just happened to run across Psalm 46, and reading through that chapter, it really kind of hit home with things that are going on in the world today. And you know, I think we just sometimes need to be comforted in some ways and and be assured and be strengthened in our faith. And this chapter, I believe, does that. And so this is really just a chapter study, a word study, if you want, of, of several verses, so it's kind of dry in a sense, but I hope that you get out of it what, what I did. We're going to start off in the first verse of chapter 46, 46 of the Psalms of David. It says, To the chief musician, a psalm of the sons of Korah, a song for Alamoth. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. He talks about this God of our refuge. He says, in other words, God is a place where we can go, where we can flee for safety, and he's a source of of strength in times of danger. The word refuge means to flee and, and then to flee to or to take shelter in and denotes a place to which one would flee in times of danger as a lofty wall, a high tower, a fort, or a fortress. The idea is that the people of God in times of danger can find God to be that place of refuge. The word strength implies that God is the source of strength to those who are weak and defenseless and that need help and need some place to go and to be comforted. Uh, he talks about a very present help in trouble and the word trouble would uh, help here means excuse me to to give aid to give assistance to and the word trouble would cover all those all that can come upon us which would give us anxiety and sorrow the word present means basically near to us close to us so we look it's such, such things that are going on in the world and, and all the distress and trouble and things that are going on around us. We see it. We have maybe haven't experienced some of those, but we see these things going on. And we worry about the economy. We worry about jobs. We worry about maybe paying our bill. We worry bills. We worry about all different kinds of things, the unrest that is going on in the world today and how that's going to maybe affect us and all that. We put too much importance sometimes on the things that are going on in the world. And the writer says here that God is one that we can always turn to. We can always trust in. He is always near. He is always powerful. He is a place of refuge to help in times of trouble for us. He is nearby. In Hebrews 13 and verse 5, therefore, <clears throat> excuse me, got to go. One more. Oh, I went too far. Did I miss that one? I guess I missed that one. Sorry, folks. In Hebrews 13, verse 5, (coughs) let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, it's a terrible thing if someone leaves us in times of trouble someone that when we're looking for help when we're in time of need someone would turn their back on us and walk away well he says god is not that kind of person he says i will never leave you and i will never take uh, uh, forsake you true refuge is only found in god so verse 2 he says therefore we will not fear even though the earth shall be moved removed And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. So the psalmist David here is really talking figuratively because I believe, as has been said time and time again, that man will not destroy this earth. God will be the one that destroys this earth. We worry about, and people worry about nuclear disasters and nuclear attacks and all these kinds of things. That we have this war that, that would just wipe man off the face of the earth. That will not happen because God will be the one that destroys this earth. So David is talking from uh, uh, figuratively here and he says, If the, the earth should be dissolved and fall in pieces around him, in other words... Uh, I think I kind of messed up here. I'm sorry. There we go. Now I'm in the right place. <clears throat> and this earth represents the human things, the things that we see, the things that we enjoy in this life, the things of this world, the tangible things. And his meaning is though there should be some kind of earthquakes or, or commotions or problems In this world around us, even though the countries and states would would be in mass confusion and possibly even wars, rebellions, and tumults. And their governments might even be overturned by rebellions and revolt of people. Even though the leaders and powers turn against the church and the people of God. Though they would even want to ruin the church. And destroy the very things that we consider sacred and holy. Such as our worship to God. And at some point may even come and stop us from worshiping. Yet we will not fear. Knowing that all these troubles will end well. For the Christian and for the church and the body of Christ. If the earth were to be removed. Those that have reason to fear. That have laid up all their trust in the treasures and things of this earth and have set their hearts on those things, but not for those who have laid up for themselves treasures in heaven and who then can expect to be certainly happy when all the things of this earth are dissolved and done away with. You know, i reminded of that song, The Rocket Rock of Ages, rock of ages cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. A cleft is a little niche or a little place that a person could get into or slide into or be covered over when the storm would come and be able to find a place of refuge. And God is that refuge for us in times of trouble, in times of fear, in times of distress and things of that nature. He says, therefore, we will not fear our confidence in god shall be unshaken having him for our refuge and strength and we can have nothing to fear notice first timothy 1 and 7 for god has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind you know we will never know what true strength and peace is until we believe in and trust that god oversees everything and, and can do anything. And we're going to notice a little bit more about that. Satan is the one that's behind all the confusion. Satan is the one that's behind all the uneasiness and the trouble. Notice Matthew 8 and 44. You are of the, your father the devil. And the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Also notice 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4. Whose mind the God, talking about a small g, not a big g, the God of this age has blinded. Who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So the devil is the one that is trying to control your thoughts, your mind, your processes in your mind to distress you, to trouble you, to have you have fear. He is the one that is the the author of confusion and, and, and the one that causes the troubles. God is our refuge from that. God is the place that we can go to for comfort certainly god is the one that is in control so it's a waste of time and it's really unreasonable for the child of god to fear the things that are happening around us it's a waste of energy it's a waste of resources it's a waste of our time notice philippians 4 and verses 6 through 7 be anxious for nothing but in everything, be by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Through Christ Jesus, God is the author of comfort. God is the author of hope. God is the author of things that would calm us and settle us down. Notice now, as we continue on in our cha- in our study here. I'm just going to read through these verses. He says, though, though its waters roar and be troubled, we know how a stormy uh, sea is, how, how thing, it can cause destruction and tear ships apart and things of that nature. He says, Though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, Selah. There is a river, whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, just as the break of dawn. The nations rage. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah excuse me forgot to do that come behold the works of the lord who has made desolations in the earth he makes wars cease to the end of the earth he breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two he burns the chariots in fire so all this calamity all these things that go on all this god is still the one that's in control we think things are getting out of control. We just have to remember that the things that are going on, God is controlling. It's God's will, or He wouldn't allow it to happen. We think, wonder, what is the world coming to? How much longer is God going to put up with this earth and the things that are going on? And there's a, I don't know, but God is the one that's controlling it. The man is not in control. God is hopefully maybe trying to get our attention with the things that are going on in the world and help us to realize and look to him. So he says in verse 10, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still, he talks about the word Used here means properly to cast down, to let fall, to let hang down then. Then to be relaxed, slackened, especially the hands. It is also employed in the sense of not making an effort, not putting forth exertion. And then would express the idea of of leaving matters with God or of being without anxiety about the issue. You ever got into a situation before where you weren't really worried, even though there was some just turmoil going on, you weren't worried because you knew what the outcome was gonna be? In other words, you just kind of stood back and let things happen. You knew what was gonna happen. That's what he's saying here. Be still and know that I am God. In this place, the word seems to be used as a meaning that there was to be no anxiety that it was to be calm trust in God and let him show his divine power. The mind was to be calm in view of the fact that God had shown that he was able to defend his people when surrounded by dangers. You've seen a little mother keeping her little A mother bear keeping her cubs close by you you don't mess with you don't mess with the cubs when mother bear is close by she's the one that's going to be in control and that's kind of the way that he's saying here about God. God is protecting the church God is protecting the body of Christ God is protecting those things that are holy and he will protect those things it may not be what we think it ought to be or what we've been used to What we've been accustomed to. But God is the one that is in control of all that. And he will protect his church. He will protect the body of Christ. Most of us at one point or another have had our children come and sit on our laps. Maybe in the doctor's office or at a concert or in someone's office. A meeting or in church. You know and some of the children just come up and sit and they just want to sit and talk. And they want to carry on a conversation. Or they've got this to do or that to do and they're making noise and they want to ask questions and they're, uh, uh, they're just always kind of in a turmoil and then you have that one child just comes up and sits you in your lap and just sits there and they're still. It's not much better than that for a child just to sit in your lap and be still. Basically, they're basically the kind of saying that I love you, I trust you, I feel safe with you, there's nothing that compares to that feeling just for them to sit there and be still I think that's the point that the psalmist David here is saying he's stop and think about God and recognize his power and his ability stop and think about it Psalm 143 and verse 5 I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your works. I muse on the work of your hands. Psalm 145 and five. I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your works and on your wondrous works. Psalm 119 and verse 27. Make me understand the way of your precepts. So shall I meditate on your wonderful works. He says, stop and think about God, how powerful he is, how loving he is, how he has things in control. And he says, and know that I am God. See what I've done, the evidence of things That you can see in the things that I've accomplished. You know, we all pray. We pray for God to do things for us. To accomplish things for us. Stop and think about those things that God has accomplished for us. He is powerful. I know he's accomplished things in my life. And I know he has in your life as well. Be still and know that I am God all the powers of this world don't stand up to God God is the one that's in control and he says go on goes on to say I will be exalted among the heathen that is among the nations among all that are troubled and in despair Those that don't worship me, the ones that worship idols, they will see that I am God. He says, I will be exalted in the earth, in the the lands, abroad, all over this world. God will be exalted. In other words, I have everything under control. God is in control of all this. We have sometimes problems with accepting that. And I know we do. We complain about this. We complain about that. We worry about this. We worry about all these other things that are going on around us. And God says, don't fear. Be still and know that I am God. In verse 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. God of Jacob is our refuge. So let's find refuge in God in times of trouble. Let's not just be in turmoil. Let's not be worrying about all the things that are going on around us. God has it in control. There's nothing we can do to change it. It's his will. Let's just go on. Be still. And look at God. And what he does for us, what he has done for us, what he can do, that he is in control, that we are not. And let's just go on with life. And accept and worship him and adore him, bless him and praise him for what he is. That he is our God. And don't worry about it. Let's just go on with life. Because we're not going to change things that are going on. Let's pray to God for for things that that are happening in the world, pray to him for those things that let him let Him deal with it and not us. We thank you for listening to our podcast put on by the Church of Christ at 2215 Plans Road in Bakersfield. If you would like any additional information or you would like to receive a free Bible correspondence course by mail, please email us at info at churchofchristbakersfield.com.